Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Hello, and welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. For those of you that are new to the community, I am Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp. For those seasoned listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to another segment. With me today in the hot seat is a special guest by Dr. Mo Anderson. Her name is actually Monica, but she goes by Dr. Mo. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about this phenomenal woman. Dr. Mo is an author, award-winning podcast host, and dynamic, motivational speaker. Mo, put some emphasis on that. She has been featured in numerous media outlets, including Parade Magazine, Fox News, and ABC's Good Morning Texas. She has an (laughs) extensive business background, which includes general nutrition, centered franchise owner, producer and host of cable television program, private practice owner, real estate investor, partnership in a Mediterranean restaurant, CFO of Thai MacBooks and certified dental consultant. Dr. Mo is also a successful writer who has published several books in the fiction and nonfiction categories. Her 2021 novel, Never Close Your Heart, peaked at number one on Amazon's bestsellers list. She shares her self-publishing success secrets in her most recent book, Launch Your Self-Publishing Journey. The Busy Author's Guide to Write, Publish, and Sell Your Book Fast. That's the key word. Dr. Yeah. Mo has gained years of professional experience through her long career in healthcare and various business ventures. But on a personal level, she has also gone through the journey of surviving a rare cancer diagnosis. She says the main mission of her extra life is to educate, elevate, and motivate others because success is a side effect of helping others so now that you know a little bit about dr mo let's bring on this phenomenal woman dr mo anderson hey hey now they probably know more than they wanted to know about me now i appreciate that introduction genesis delighted to be on gems with you been looking forward to this ma'am my pleasure and i'm so glad that you are not only on the show, but we're sharing and holding space. And there's two things I like to do with my guests. And Mm -hmm. it's the connection segment, which allows the audience to connect with you in a personal way. So we could either do a rapid fire 10 question game, emphasis on rapid, or an icebreaker. What are you in the mood for? I've listened to your podcast and I kind of like the the rapid fire. Let's see. Let's see how I do. Keep it in mind. I'm a senior now. I'm a boomer. So I'll, I'll go as fast as I can, but I'm not going to hurt anything. <laughs> okay, here we go, y'all. We're playing rapid fire with Dr. Mo and Genesis. Do, 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 do. Hey. Question <laughs> number one. If you could trade places with anyone, would you trade places or remain yourself? I would remain myself. Question number two, what is your favorite music genre? Jazz. Ooh. Question three, what is your drink of choice? Coffee, tea, or something else? Coffee. It's going to be coffee first thing in the morning. (laughs) Question four, what's the meaning behind your name? 
My name actually means advisor wisdom. Uh, it's African Greek is found in almost all languages. Question five. I know that you have some Texas ties. So what's one thing you love about Texas? If any. I, I just love being able to use the word y'all. <laughs> I love it. Saves a lot of time. Are you originally from Texas or somewhere else? Born in Houston, raised in Fort Worth. I'm a native Texan. Whoop, whoop. Okay, so I was born in Houston and my husband was raised in Fort Worth. And he got on me when we got together. He's like, I'm not from Dallas. I'm from Fort Worth. It's a difference. And I'm like, really? Okay. Really? Very distinctive. Well, now you know. Now you know. We have our own flavor over in Caltown. Question seven. Are you a sports fan? No. Okay. Question eight. eight. Favorite food? Italian. Question nine. What is your favorite quote or mantra you live by? Gandhi said, uh, never let anyone walk through your mind with dirty feet. Ooh, okay. That's the first I heard that one. And question 10. It is our pass or play question. And here are the rules. If you pass, our roles are reversed and you get to ask me a question. If you play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you want to pass or play? Well, you know, as a fellow podcast host, I'm often asking questions, so I'm going to (laughs) play. Okay, we're playing, y'all. You get three random acts of kindness per day. What are your three for today? Oh, wow. You hit me with that one. Three random acts of kindness. I would definitely like to be able to help a single mom who needs just a little bit of free time. Uh, I know what that's like. Even though I was married when my kids were little, if I could give somebody an hour of free time, I would do that. Let them go do whatever they want to do. Just an hour, though. That's all, that's all the kindness I got for that. But <laughs> uh, number two, um, I like seniors, even though I'm technically in that age range. I would really just enjoy spending some time with the senior and just chatting, letting them talk about their past and uh, their recollections and I learned a lot from that I, I learned a lot from my grandmothers and I missed that and then the other one would probably be something that I do fairly often which is I'll just buy a meal for someone that I see in a restaurant sitting at the bar or sitting at another table and just because people most of us really need something nice to happen to us in the day you know, I don't ask for anything. I don't give them my name or anything. I'll just buy the meal. So that's what comes to mind immediately. Time and resources that I can share because I've been blessed. I love that. And thank you so much for sharing. Audience, I hope you learned a little bit about Dr. Mo in this connection segment. So now we're going to jump into the meat and potatoes. The reason why I say meat and potatoes is because I'm from down south and I love to eat. And that's why I have to work out. So I'm not as big as a house. So Dr. (laughs) Mo, let's talk about the things that you do on a day to day. But before we dive into what you're doing now, 
let's hear your background story, the Cliff Notes version, because sometimes people want to place us on a pedestal, not realizing that it took work to get to where we are. We had trials and tribulations. We had the hard moments that we appreciate it and it turned into those blessings and et cetera. Or we've had the tests that became our testimony or testimonies. So give us a glimpse into your background and what drove you to get to where you are now. Sure, sure. Um, as I said, born in Houston, grew up in Fort Worth. My parents were educators and my mother is also a minister, so I was a teacher's kid and a, and a preacher's kid, and the oldest of two. So I've got a, a older sibling's personality combined with an only child's personality, because my sister was born when I was 13 years old. So there was a lot of responsibility there, a lot of expectations parents had of me, and I've always made good grades and, and spoken well. So, uh, you know, a lot of times, a lot of authority and, and expectations are put on kids very early. And, and I have to say, that's why I became a uh, speaker from the church to the classroom. I was constantly being given assignments and it's not natural for me. I'm actually an introvert, but that led to me being a, a speaker. I was already a writer, but uh, to combine those two gave me the opportunity to go out and, and do the things that I do. Um, went off to college, Baylor, it was a, a big transition for me because I was, you know, there were 10,000 students, 100 African-Americans, and I was usually the only, I majored in biology, I'm a dentist, and I was usually the only or one of two or three African-Americans in my class. Went to dental school, and I was the only African-American in my class, period, at the University of Minnesota. And I say that because a lot of people are in situations where they feel, you know, different. They feel isolated. They feel alone, like nobody understands them. They feel like they don't have their tribe. But you just have to have to make connections wherever you're put. You have to find the commonalities that you have with people. And there's much more that we have in common with everyone than our skin color. Now, I love being African-American. I love being a female. But I also pride myself on being able to establish rapport and get along with whoever is there, wherever I am, uh, and that's where my power lies and my ability to just connect with other people. I've had, um, I was diagnosed with cancer 10 years ago. Uh, I have a rare form of cancer. Uh, there isn't a cure. I take a pill every day to stop tumors from growing. And um, it was devastating to learn that at the age of 49, that I had this <clears throat> rare uh life-threatening form of cancer. But I say that because after that diagnosis, after I got over the shock, I went to Europe for a couple of weeks. I've written three or four books. I started a podcast. I moved from Austin to Dallas-Fort Worth to be closer to my family. And I just spent a lot of time doing workshops and coaching because for me, I can either, either wallow in what is you know, truly a, a difficult, difficult challenge, or I can use what I've learned and, you know, what I know and trying to learn to share with others. And that's what I've chosen to do with my time and my energy. Wow. You said a lot there. And I love the fact that you didn't allow your upbringing, your cancer diagnosis or et cetera, stop you. You allowed that to accelerate you and you 
took what was given to you and you made it extraordinary. And now you're doing something that not only are you surviving, but you're thriving and you're giving hope and encouragement to other people by workshops, by education and et cetera. And the fact that you grew up with educators and you grew up with the word of God, you know, those are like your foundations in a sense, even though sometimes we may stray away from our upbringing, we never forget what is rooted in us or the foundation that was laid, even though sometimes we backtrack, we reverse or et cetera. It causes us to realize that life happens to us, but it also happens for us. And you never know how when life gives you those lemons and you make lemonade, how that lemonade can quench someone's dire thirst, metaphorically speaking. Yeah, that's deep. (laughs) Absolutely. You never know. You don't know who, you don't know where, but you just, you know, stay ready. Yes, because if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready, like they say. Get ready already. (laughs) So, with you being the only and in a lot of the spaces that you were in, and you you said something so profound. Sometimes, even though we're the only, you can look at the commonalities outside of skin color, whether it's the commonalities of food, music genres, where you're from dot, 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 the list goes on. How can we encourage more people to find a balance on a holistic level? Because sometimes whenever you are the only, it can affect your mental state, your Mm -hmm. emotional state, your physical state, and your spiritual state, because sometimes you feel attacked when in actuality, maybe it's not the attack that's coming to you. Maybe it's an attack that's happening for you in order for you to branch out and do something different to show those people that I don't have to be in this box. And I'm just, I'm not like everybody else. I'm me and I'm uniquely and wonderfully made. And this is how we can link arms to go faster. So can you talk about finding a balance and how you navigated those uncharted quote unquote waters? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it was a it was a process. I went to very well integrated schools for uh elementary school, middle school, high school, and then to be in an environment where, you know, there was no one like me. It it was shocking. There's no preparatory course for that. And there are some differences in culture. There's some, you know, differences in activities, music, (laughs) different things, at least at that time. I think a lot of that has changed. But initially, uh, Genesis, I tried to change myself to fit in, you know, I started speaking differently, listening to different music, dressing differently. And I wasn't able to sustain that because I wasn't being authentic and it wasn't comfortable. And really, you know, what I understand now is if I have to change myself for you to like me, you know, that says something about how I feel about myself. It's nothing. No one asked me to do that. You know, no one asked me to do that. So now I find that if I'm genuine, that I always find someone who's in alignment with me, with my character, with my purpose, with what I want to do. It may not be everybody. There might be one person in the whole school, but for me, God always has somebody for me. And I, I really don't need a whole bunch of people. I just need a, a couple of points of support and connection. But really and truly, I mean, at dental school, I ended up being um, president of my class. And, you know, at Baylor, I was on the homecoming court. I was very involved in various uh, student groups. 
And it really just all came together when I figured out after that first year or two, just be myself, just be comfortable with myself. And that is really attractive to people when you're self-confident and you feel good about who you are and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody passed a collection plate. because, I think- <laughs> And that's a part of, that is a part of you knowing who you are. When you know who you are, you won't be swayed by what the world wants you to be or what your family members, your friends, or et cetera, because you see yourself wonderfully made. You see yourself Beautifully as a and wonderfully made. <laughs> yes, I like that. Beautifully and wonderfully made. You see yourself as a masterpiece, and you know your worth, and that's a part of self-improvement skills, because in order to improve, you need to know what are some of the gaps that you have? What are some of the skills that set you apart? What's that wild card factor about you that nobody else has? And I know you talk about self-improvement skills. And I feel like if we would just be real, be real with ourselves, but be real with others, that will help us, number one, find a balance. Because when we find a balance, we'll establish boundaries for mm-hmm. ourselves and other people. Then we'll also know how do we improve? How can I show up as myself authentically without worrying about what he is going to say or what she is going to say? Because when you know who you are and whose you are, mm-hmm. everything else a- around you will line up accordingly. And I like to tell people, because I'm a millennial, I just turned 31 not that long ago. I tell people, I'm somebody's cup of tea, but I'm not everybody's cup of tea. (laughs) And I'm okay with that because Mm -hmm. whenever you try to be everybody's cup of tea, you're running ragged and you're pouring, you're pouring, you're pouring. And people don't appreciate when you pour out until you are broke down, busted and disgusted. Then they're looking at you, side eye. And you're like, I'm not here to shake and bake like Ricky Bobby. I'm here to be me. I'm here to be me. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And that's, you know, part of the, the first book I wrote after I was diagnosed with cancer is Success is a Side Effect. And at that time, I really didn't think I had that much longer to live. And I wanted to impart some lessons learned because really, Genesis, the, the point of it all is that we pass it forward, that we share, that we empower the next generation. We keep wanting to start over. Yes. We keep we keep, you know, and I even hear people saying things like, you know, whether well, it's financial, a financial legacy, people saying, I'm not going to leave anything for my kids. I had to start out with nothing. They had to start out with nothing. That is insane. We don't keep recreating the wheel and technology. We keep improving upon the electronics. We keep making the next generation better and better. And we can't do that. If we don't pass down knowledge, if we don't pass down assets, if we don't pass down every type of literacy that we have, whether it's social or financial, and that's, you know, that's where I landed. And it's not for everybody, but I believe that success is not a person, place, or thing. And that's where we get it twisted. We want it to be bling and whips and kicks, and it's really a feeling is peace. If you can have peace when everything about you is in chaos, that is the most success you can come to, in my opinion, is if you can be peaceful within, uh, because so many people are just being torn apart, just in so much strife. They look good. You know, we wear a heck of a mask, but 
just going home crying, self-medicating, overeating, you know, even to the point of exercise. If you're at the gym four and five hours a day and you're not in a bodybuilding competition, that's another type of addiction. You know, we, we always want to talk about the people who eat too much, but you can do anything in excess. So I'm all about balance, being authentic, and just finding the people who you're supposed to serve and they will pour into you, like you said, you pour into each other. And it's just such a really great feeling when you're building each other up instead of tearing each other down. Yes, absolutely. And one thing that I want to add to what you said, Dr. Mo, because all of that is just fabulous. I also want to tell people we need to get out of the mindset of what's in it for me Mm -hmm. and switch the me for we. What's in it for we? How can we collaborate in order to create synergies? And how can we ensure that whenever we are doing those collaborations or we're linking arms, we're not lessening ourselves at the expense of someone else that was never created to validate us. We're doing it so we can help one another grow and thrive together and do it as a holistic partnership is what I want to say. But I feel like society, they're always showing people pin against each other or social media. They're showing you all these filters, everything glamorous, when in actuality, if someone were to put up your life on a TV screen, would you be pleased about every single thing they put up about your life? And mm-hmm. if not, it's because you have some holes in your stories that you need to fill in, kind of like the potholes on the road. Whenever you ride over that pothole, you're like, man, this is going to mess up my tire. Well, what about if instead of running over those potholes, you start thinking about solutions? Aren't you glad whenever they put that asphalt down and the <laughs> pothole is smooth? Well, what what can you do in your life to smooth things out so you're not hitting those potholes? Because believe me, we have all hit potholes in our life that yeah. can cause us to backtrack and lose sight of our focus, lose mm-hmm. sight of our balance, and lose sight of what it is that we were called to do. And each right. one of us was called for a mission, for a purpose. And each one of us has various seasons in life that we go through, but there's a reason for that season. It's not always going to be roses, a pocket full of posies, or however you say it, just Mm -hmm. like it's not always going to be dark and gloomy, but there's something important in that season that you're supposed to gravitate to, hold on to in order for you to thrive. And Dr. Mo, I know you you are multifaceted and multidimensional with all the things that you're doing and from self-improvement skills to being an author, being a creator, putting out content out there to just really pour into people and help them. But if there isn't a, if there's something that I didn't ask you, can you please drop a gem that you want to share with the audience before we begin to wind down? Because we're definitely going to have to have a part two because there's so much more that I need to ask, but not enough time. This is great. So you want me to drop a gem? Yeah, drop a gem or share something else that I didn't ask you about that you feel is relevant to add to the conversation because you are a wealth of knowledge and we're here to get the wisdom, the tea, and that inside scoop. I'm going to say, and it it's in, in line with what we've been talking about in that same current, is to be authentic. We have a Beyonce. We've had a Luther Vandross. We've got a Trevor Noah, but we need you as distinct 
as your pupils is the iris of your eye and the print of your fingers, you bring a unique, authentic, wonderful new perspective. Find your voice, find your purpose, and that's going to start with taking an authentic look at yourself, doing a personal inventory. What am I really good at? What am I not so good at? And I'm one for strengths finders. I say go with your strength because I've been trying to get better at directions and calculus for my whole life and I haven't, but I've got, I've become a much better speaker and a much better writer because those are my strengths. So I believe from research and from personal experience, lean to your strengths and then find people who compliment you in the areas of your weakness, but above all, be authentic, be uniquely you, be purposefully you. And if you listen to anybody, whether it's Fantasia, whomever, if you really listen to their stories, they were all discouraged. It's not just you. There's people in this world. That's their purpose is to discourage, to be negative, to be toxic. That's what they do. Dog, dogs bark. Toxic people are negative and hateful and judgmental, but you don't have to be with them. You don't have to hate them, but you can love them from afar. Get the right people in your life, get the right perspective and do what you were put here to do. Be authentic. Yes, I love that. Oh, some other gems, y'all, she dropped. And I would say, y'all, you can love people from a balcony because that's what I do. And when people pull up to you with that foolishness, I just say, welcome to the block party. And they're like, what do you mean? I don't have to explain what I mean because what I'm going to do is go to my phone and hit block. And you're not going to have any other conversation because I'm not here to entertain the foolishness because the minute that I'm trying to entertain that foolishness, my vision is getting stagnant or I'm getting Mm -hmm. distracted and I'm spending time and energy over here when I can reallocate that time and energy to something that is going to build me up personally or professionally where I can pour that back into others because I am here to make an imprint in order to be impactful, to be a world changer. And each one of us, are here for that as long as you tap in. So can I get a hello? Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Woo! (laughs) So y'all, I like to have fun on my show and there's always going to be a call to action. So Dr. Mo, you said a whole bunch of wisdom today and we just had a fun conversation. So we need to make sure the audience is doing their part. Because what's the point of listening if you're not going to take what you heard and apply it so you could be better? So what is your call to action for the audience today? My call to action, I've got a a simple one. And from there, we branch out into all of my enterprises. Please visit my website at drmoanderson.com. That's D-R-M-O-E as in excellence, A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N.com and From there, you can check out my podcast and YouTube channel where I share particularly about uh, better speaking and communicating, which is going to enhance all of your relationships. But also for you burgeoning writers, I share tips about writing. And then for you people who just want to escape, I've got several works of fiction and you can connect with me on social media. I am Dr. Mo Anderson everywhere. Let's follow me, like, and Give me those ratings. Yeah, so we can move up in the algorithms and reach more people and spread the good news. Yes, y'all. All of Dr. Mo's information will be in the show notes. So all you have to do is read, scroll on down, and tap, tap, tap. 
tap in with her. And my question for you that I want you to think about and let it marinate, are you living or are you existing? Are you so keen with knowing who you are that you will not be swayed by what others call you or what the society tries to label you as? Are you living out your purpose intentionally and where would you be if you weren't here? And last thing, if you are not living out life according to your dreams and your desires, your dreams and visions will get stale and stagnant and end up in the graveyard because you were too busy to ignite them here while you're on earth. Think about how many graveyards there are out there, how many tombstones there are out there. Now imagine if every single person lived up to their calling and their purpose for their life. How much better would this world be today? I know it's deep. And if you didn't catch it, go back and listen to this recording and pull out your journal and write it down so you can have a mind mapping session of what's important to you, who you are, where you're going, and what you need to focus on so you can live authentically, so you can be uniquely you, so you can be purposely you. All of the things Dr. Mo said. So my big ask, ASK, is for brand sponsors. It does take money and resources to keep this mission and movement going to put out content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational while weaving in diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. And it takes all of us coming together to make this world a better place. If that resonates with you, send me an email at gemswithgenesisamariskem at gmail.com to learn how we can work together. And it's easy to remember because it's the full name of the show at gmail.com. Make sure you like, comment, follow, and subscribe and send me reviews. Feedback is a gift and that's how I grow personally and professionally. So until the next guest, next segment, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Signing out, Genesis of Mars Camp and Dr. Mo Anderson. Peace, y'all. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS G-E-M-S with W-I-T-H Genesis G-E-N-E-S-I-S Amaris A-M-A-R-I-S Kemp K-E-M-P at gmail.com where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.